Welcome to the Sunlight Core G Fan Podcast. We aren't affiliated with the Sunlight Company. We're just fans discussing the Core G World History books. I'm Sophie. I'm Casey. And I'm Katie. We want to hear from you. Email us at corgipodcast at gmail.com or post on our wall at the Sunlight Core G Fan Podcast Facebook page. Welcome to our very first podcast. We'll be following Sunlight's five-day schedule, which means that our first podcast is about Mara, Daughter of the Nile, and the next one is about Hittite Warrior. Each podcast will discuss one book. Coming up on this podcast is the Speedy Summary. Mara finds herself falling in love with the sneaky and handsome chef Ha! <sighs> After Speedy Summary, we'll be reading some fan mail, where we discuss things said in letters by our fans. Who would you guys like to meet? Like, if you could meet one person from the book. I would probably want to meet Chef Tu and see, like, find out all his secrets. After that is Ancient Relationships, which is my favorite segment. Hi, this is Mara. I'm in Chapter 8 of my life story, and I've got a little dilemma. If you want to know what happens after you turn the last page of Mara, Daughter of the Nile, then you should listen to The Saga Continues, where we listen to an epilogue, not the prologue. I love that the idea that she was having a child, that she had a child. Especially that her name was Lotus. Yeah, like the mother's eyes. It's time for the speedy summary, where we challenge Katie to summarize the whole book in less than 30 seconds. Katie, do you accept this challenge? I accept. Speedy summary, one, two, three, go! When a beautiful slave called Mara is bought quickly and strangely, she is jerked out of the starvation and cruelty of slavery and into a luxurious life of spying for Her Majesty, the great Pharaoh Hatshepsut. Ching, ching. But when she is caught listening to one of the rebels, Sheftu, he threatens her until she joins him in the fight against the mighty pharaoh who is placing heavy taxes on the people of Egypt and to fight for Tutmos, the pharaoh's brother and rightful ruler of Egypt. Mara finds herself falling in love with the sneaky and handsome Sheftu <sighs> and is playing both sides of the game until a frightening twist <gasps> threatens Mara's life and the lives of her friends. Oh my goodness! Hey look you guys, we got some fan mail. This is the part of the podcast when we hear from you, our devoted listeners, or from listeners that we made up. <laughs> this is a letter from 10-year-old Nelson. He's from Springfield, Illinois. I just got to the part of the book where Anani finds out that Mara was not talking about the things that she thought she was, like with Sheftu and Thutmost. Also, that Thutmost didn't have a headache after all. I was so surprised that Anani kept quiet and pretended like she didn't know about it. If I was Anani, I would have fired Mara. What would you guys have done? From Nelson. Dear Mara, I love you, Mara. I can't believe that you love Shifu and he loves you too. I also can't believe he asked you to marry him. Wow, isn't that amazing, Mara? Do you think Enna will return to her homeland, Canaan? Do you think Shifu and you are going to have children, eh? Oh my goodness, I love your clothes, Mara. I love you and Shifu as a couple so, so much. Just so you know, I don't think you're a gutter snipe at all. Though Shifu might think you as a royal gutter snipe. <laughs> Still, Mara, you are the most beautiful girl in the world. You are so cool, daughter of the Nile. I would love to meet you, your biggest fan, Georgia from Texas. <laughs> okay, this is the last letter. This is another imaginary one. 
It's from Stephanie from Dallas, Texas. Mara died other than I is my favorite book. My very most favorite part is when Mara beats Nekong at the game Hounds and Jackals. I would love to play a game with Mara. If you could do anything with any of the characters in the book, what would you do and why? Well, let's answer some of the questions that were said in the letter. Now, Nelson asked another question about how, like, what would you have done if you were a Nani and you figured out that Mara was being not the best interpreter? I would have probably told her not to do that again. <laughs> I would have, I think I'm with Nelson, I would have, like, fired her or, like, told on her or something like that because... I, I mean, the reason you have an interpreter is that they can say what you want them to say. Oh, yeah. I would have gotten spies and said, hey, what is she, ha- who is she hanging out with? Ooh, you would yeah. have spied on her, yeah. <laughs> spying on a spy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spying on a double spy. <laughs> yeah. Stephanie also asked, if you could do anything with any of the characters in the book, what would you do and why? What would you do, Katie? I would probably go on a boat with... Nekonk, or however you say his name. I oh. think I would have given Sahir, or Sakure, however, the juggler that double-crossed everyone oh, in I the inn, I would have slapped him, or something like that, because I did not like that guy at all. I would have thrown him out of the place. <laughs> yeah, I would have done probably the same thing. All right, now, this other later letter that was from Georgia... It was really cool. It was directly to Mara, and I thought that was really awesome. She talked about how cool Mara was and how she would love to meet her. Who would you guys like to meet? Like, if you could meet one person from the book. I would probably want to meet Chef Tu and see, like, find out all his secrets of how he's so sneaky and how he never really shows his feelings. And how he was so handsome. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I probably would have liked to meet Inani because she was just so full of, like, love and gave, and she gave Mara the benefit of the doubt, and she was just like, oh, well, I guess I won't say anything. Yeah, I think I would like to meet Inani, either Inani or Mara. So, Casey, who would you like to meet? I'd really like to meet meet Shefty, like you said. (laughs) He would be really fun, huh? Yeah. Shefty is a very interesting character. Don't forget about Mara. <laughs> okay, now you guys who are listening to our podcast right now, you guys can send in fan mail for the next podcast. You can send us mail at corgpodcast at gmail.com. That's C O R E G P O D C A S T at gmail.com. So for the next podcast, you guys can send us a letter and we just might read it. Now it's time for Ancient Relationships, the part of the podcast where we act as unpaid therapists for the characters in the book. Hi, this is Mara. I'm in Chapter 8 of my life story, and I've got a little dilemma. What is it, Mara? This sounds serious. I think I'm having a little bit of boy trouble. Oh no, with who? It better not be with Rashad, but... Rashad? Who's that? Oh well, anyways, it doesn't matter. But I am in Hatshepsut's gathering, and Chef Tu looks so nice, and he is so handsome, and he is so accomplished, and he knows what he's doing, and he's got a direction in his life, and I have a really big crush on him. Oh, no. Well, have you said anything yet? 
Well, I don't know, because his face is as expressionless as a rock. I don't oh. know if he likes me. I don't know what's going on. I He calls me a gutter snipe, but I'm not sure if that's what he really means. Oh, well, well, I have some advice for you. Just, just wait it out just a little bit. Sit back for a little bit. Casey, what do you have to say? I just have to say, just watch out. <laughs> he held you in your arms, remember? Just remember that part. And he's also a leader. No, oh, he's such a leader. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> so, Mara, is there anything else you want to ask us? Well, I don't think I have enough time because I'm already progressing on to Chapter 9. So oh, this is where it gets I, I will take your advice, Casey, and wait, and I will remember when you held me in my arms. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. The saga continues. This is the part of the podcast where we, as the podcast team, say what we think happens after you turn the last page. Casey, what is your prologue? Well, this is what I think. That Shifu writes a letter when he's gone to Mara. My lovely Mara, I have talked to the king about Inna, about her wanting to go home. He said, yes, Mara, but something happened. The king fell in love with Inna. They had a wonderful wedding, and Inna's family came to celebrate with them. Sadly, her cousin was killed by a lion, and Inna won't stop crying. My lotus-eyed one, I've missed you, but I cannot come back because the king is sick, and I must take his place. I must say, though, Anna has helped him well with his headaches. She wishes to tell you she has learned to speak Egyptian, holy spoon, fork, knife, and dress like an Egyptian. She misses you dearly and says she will visit you soon with the king when he is better. My lovely Mara, I shall see you soon. Love, Shefty. Wow, that was an awesome letter. That sounds exactly like what Shefty would write tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, this is what I think would happen. After, like, 20 years later when Sheftu and Mara actually have a daughter. Sheftu filled a gold platter with some fruit and sweetmeats. Normally, this would be a job for one of his servants. But today, he was going to bring the food to his daughter for the perfuming of the mouth himself. He carried the tray to his bedroom first to tell his wife he was ready. Mara looked up from the scrolls she had been reading and smiled at Sheftu. Together, they walked to their daughter's chambers. Mara pulled open the silk curtains to find that Lotus was already awake and was finger-painting a beautiful landscape of the Nile on a large sheet of papyrus. Shefty waved the servants out of the room. Lotus smiled and greeted them, but eyed them with curiosity. Why were her parents giving her the perfuming of the mouth? She wiped her hands and then put a piece of bread in her mouth. We know you're probably wondering why we're in here. Mara sat down on the bed next to Lotus. Lotus nodded. Her mother was fiddling with a ring on her finger. I wouldn't you like to know, Shefty said with a mischievous smile. Shefty told Lotus about the time when he first saw Mara. Mara was only a few years older than Lotus was. And this ring was my favorite, Mara said softly. Mara took it off her finger and ran her finger over its polished surface. It was one of the first things your father gave me. I want you to have it, Lotus. Are you sure, Mother? I. Mara put it in Lotus's hand. Don't ever take it off. It'll bring you the best of luck. That's so sweet. I think that's an amazing ending. A great addition to Casey's. Thank you. <laughs> so, what did you think of Sophie's? I thought it was really great. I love that the idea that she was having a child, that she had a child. Especially that her name was Lotus. Yeah, like the mother's eyes. 
I thought giving the ring was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And you find out what that ring was. If you have any prologues to any other books, you can email us at corgpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. Bye. <laughs> okay. Eh? Oh, it's going? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our very first podcast. 